Hello, what's up guys? It is Akela of Meadow Fairy Goddess Arts Podcast, where I talk about some spiritually and intuitively guided conversations, as well as what the hell I got going on in my life, and hope in hopes that it will help you. So this week, uh, I wanted to talk about astrology. There has been lots of discussion around astrology, and I definitely have my thoughts. I definitely have my trial and errors with the topic, and I'm really excited to get started on that. But first, I want to just check in with myself. Today, I am drinking uh, some nettle and oat straw tea. Pretty good. Um, my favorite part about nettle, again, um, is that it is very nutrient-dense, especially in iron, which is great for um, women of color specifically because we tend to, we have a tendency to have anemia in our community as well as vitamin D deficiency. So nettle is still my homegirl. Um, Mars is in Gemini. <laughs> so I feel like... You guys would definitely benefit from drinking Nella at this time. And oat straw, because oat straw is a nervine. And oat straw is one of my favorite nervines because it really helps with uplifting. Um, it's also very extremely nutrient-dense, but also uplifting the spirits, mental clarity, mental fog, um, anxiety, depression, all of that stuff. So I love a good oat straw nettle mix. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Just did some yoga. I'm fasting because, y'all, I knew it was Virgo season. And I'm going to get into all the astrology later. I knew it was Virgo season because I stayed up till 12 o'clock in the morning cleaning my house, mopping the floors before, like on Tuesday, right before um, Virgo season started at like 5 o'clock that morning. So... I knew it. I knew it. And then I also knew it because I'm constipated. I'm constipated. Virgo season is the season of clean cleanliness, organization, and Virgo also governs the intestines, um, our stomach, because Virgos, if you've ever met a Virgo, uh, any placement really, they have a really strong gut intuition naturally. So fun fact. Um, and I knew it because I'm constipated and I was like, bruh. It would. I've never been constipated in my life ever. I, I. So I said, you know what? We're gonna solve this with a fast. We're fasting. I'm going to be fasting probably until the new moon, um, which is later on this week. But that was a little taste of astrology. Let's just dive right in. So, is astrology even a science? How did I come up with this topic? Was I was watching this jubilee. Um, I love their little middle ground videos that they make. And I was watching the one where it had astrology versus astronomy. Astro astronomy. <laughs> Basically like astrophysicists against astrologists. And it was a sad, sad discussion. It uh the girls, uh the astronomers came out really strong, like, hey, these stars don't even, they may not even exist anymore. How can you tell who someone's personality is based off of 
um, just where the sun was when they were born, how the, st the sky was set up when they were born. Um, you don't even feel the gravitational weight of planets from where we are on Earth. So there's no real uh, connection that we can measure and have reproducible um, results based off of your science is what they were saying. And they basically were just like, it doesn't mathematically make sense to us to call astrology a science. Um, it was a pitiful argument because the astrologers, I only liked uh, like one. I mean, you guys can watch the video. I'll probably link it in. One or the two. Um, but there was an astrologer on there. I wouldn't say I wouldn't like. Some of the things, I felt like they were kind of intimidated by some of the like big words that they were saying, stuff like that. And they kind of backed down. They didn't really have parts of their argument, at least in the video, that really articulated the beauty of astrology, partially because the astronomers kind of like overtook this. Oh, you know, you don't know science. Uh, we know science. The scientific method. There's no scientific method in astrology. Da -da 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 -da. But this astrologer that was also a, a psychologist was just like, I definitely feel like astrology is a soft science, like psychology, as well as um, the sciences that we look at that weren't deemed a science until later on into history and um, as of now. And I definitely value that point because when I think of astrology, I think about uh, there's two different types of astrology. Um, actually, there's many different types of astrology, I lied. Uh, but basically, like your intention with astrology is some people use astrology for in, uh, predictions, like setting predictions. Um, and that is what we saw BC, like they were doing that our ancestors, ancestors, ancestors were doing astrology to predict um, predict major events that were going to happen or when it was good to go into battle if they were at war or um, potential like diseases that come up. I mean, you can look up all of this stuff. They've been using astrology as an actual science for millenniums. Um, and in a way that also helped pursue the interest of actually studying the planets uh, with astrology. Astrology was used by alchemists in the early um, beginnings of alchemy. Astrology was used um, to predict a lot. So you can use it for that. And then you can also use astrology for self-development, which is what I mostly focus on for myself um, based off of your birth chart. I think that everyone should at least understand what a birth chart is. A birth chart is basically a snapshot of the planets and their degrees when you were born. Now, what I could not stand about the conversation on Jubilee was the scientists could not understand, they didn't understand astrology. They weren't trying to understand astrology. They only understood it to the point where someone's pointing at them at a club, for instance, and it's like, hey, you know, you have, uh, you're probably at Aries because you get hot easily. Okay, even if they were a sun Aries, what's their moon? What's their rising? What's their big three, right? When we look at our birth charts, we aren't just looking at our sun sign, which is the most popular sign that we discuss in, in modern culture. But me personally, that wasn't enough for me. When it came to astrology and diving deep into it, I wanted to fully understand what it was 
how I can use it for my own best benefit. And that led me to finding out my full birth chart. So we have, let me see here, because I have um, them all written down. Basically, what each planet has, um, what sign showed. What I liked about what the psychologist said was she was like, think of it less as the constellations and their influence and more of a calendar. I really like that concept, how she talked about it was mostly a calendar with a wheel that kind of spins. And based off of where you are born on that calendar, you know, um, and we think of the houses and stuff like that, that calendar is what tells us how our traits and our personalities align with our destiny. You know, um, and it could get really complex. I'm going to try and break it down as simple as I can. But think of astrology like a calendar, right? We know the seasons change in about August to September. Do we know exactly when the seasons change? No, we just know that every year around this time, the sun goes away and the, the um, sun slowly starts going away, right? Because we have transition. The sun slowly starts going away and we experience colder weather. So think of astrology just like a calendar where we don't really know exactly what's going to happen, but it's a tendency to lean in different directions based off when you're born. Stick with me. So for instance, your sun sign is going to tell you about your self-expression, is going to tell you about um, how you self-identify, self-identify, I think that's very important, um, how you self-identify, how you um, basically present yourself to yourself, right? It's like the traits that you carry. Your moon sign is how you channel your emotions, how you sway through them, how you um, process them, right? Uh, your rising sign is the sign that typically you present to other people, how you express yourself to other people, and kind of your soul path, really. Um, my big three is, I'll get into that later, actually. Then we also have things like your Venus, how you love, your Mars, your willpower, your Mercury, how you think, right? Uh, Uranus is a little bit of an unpredictable, um, an unpredictable planet. So it's talking about the unexpected surprises they, that may pop up in your life. And like I said, there's those two predictions, self-development, and they kind of go hand in hand in astrology. So we have Vedic astrology, which is... Um, Eastern astrology, and that one's kind of really prediction based, as well as they have like traits and stuff. And you could look into that if you're interested. I love Eastern astrology because it's very to the point, it's very direct. I feel like Western astrology kind of makes you like, oh, you know, everything is fine, you're developing. And Eastern astrology will like eat you up. Like, and it's not to scare y'all, it's just honestly like. I got a Vedic astrology reading and he was like, oh yeah, Libra's in your eighth house. Yeah, you could die. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I freaked out about it for like a week and a half. I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah. And then I had to go like, everybody can die, dude. Like, it's fine. Apparently it's a really bad, he was like, this is awful. This is a 
horrible placement. And I was like, man, I can't do shit about it. <laughs> I was like, I just have to just go with it, you know? And I think everybody, when they do their chart, they're like, oh, I want something. At least it was me. Like, I want something to be special about my chart. I'm special in this way. Can you see it in my signs? I definitely think that mentality has played on the popularity of the zodiac you know everybody's like oh scorpios you know they're really good at sex and it's like if anything like my moon's in scorpio uh my moon's in scorpio so it's like if anything like i can retract a lot and when it comes to sex like i can be a very sensual person at the same time because i'm so in tune with my sensuality i can turn it off like it can go completely off and i just be off because if i'm not feeling good my sensuality and sexuality is also not feeling good. So I feel like with westernization of things, like how they always do, is that they just water it down. And um, even though I practice Western astrology myself, uh, where there's mostly focus on the zodiac signs and Vedic astrology, it was explained, was mostly focused on um, the planets themselves and what house they sit in. And I keep saying house and I'll go into that too. I definitely think Western astrology kind of like waters down the actual teachings of astrology in some ways and definitely helps with more so self-development rather than the prediction aspect of it. That's just so far. I mean, that may change for me, but that's just so far what I've picked up. So then I've been talking a little bit about houses. And like I said, it kind of spins. Astrology is basically like a spinning calendar. You know, we have our season, zodiac season, Virgo season. Right now we're in Virgo. Um, my son is Libra, so Libra season is coming up. And I definitely say as an intuitive witch myself, I feel the shifts and changes about a week or two before they happen. Like, <sighs> Leo season, I'm not going to lie. I was a little scattered all over the place. I had big expectations for Leo season. And what Leo season kind of taught me this summer was to really just hone in on myself and my willpower and what I wanted to do. So that when about a week and a half ago with Virgo season, like my shit turned on like immediately. I was like getting organized. I started making organization charts for a planner, uh, starting to organize stuff for my business, you know, like started cleaning the house more. Da, 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 da. And then it finally got a Virgo season. And now I'm just like, oh, this is why, you know, so you feel the seasons change. If you're if you stick with the calendar, right, if you stick with what each zodiac sign kind of and I'm not going to go into detail about the zodiac signs because I'll be talking forever. But if you take in what each zodiac sign kind of pushes parts of ourselves forward and you also see where in your birth chart which is what we discussed earlier where that zodiac sign is it will highlight to you what area that you could potentially be working through in that season and in doing so it pushes you to reflect on certain ways in certain um in certain ways and reflect on what it is that you know um, that you could be working on. So if we get more specific into it, we have houses, right? So we talked about the zodiac signs just being prominent in your chart, like our big three, the sun, the moon, and our rising. So let's say my rising is in Pisces. When I look at where your rising is, your rising sign is always going to be in the first 
house okay what is in your first house all right um in your first house rules yourself your vessel okay interface with the world how you do your son personality presence appearance lens body so when it comes to my house my house is one my zodiac sign is pisces and my ruling planet those three things are what you want to take into account when you implement astrology ruling planet is jupiter i don't know about y'all and i you also got to look at the degrees and stuff like that so i don't know about y'all but that takes a lot of analysis that takes a lot of breaking down I would say astrology is a science. It has always been deemed a science, but it's been deemed as a pseudoscience as of recent. But what I hated about this argument in uh, the middle ground video that I keep referencing, because it just inspired this whole episode. The middle ground episode, he was just like, oh, yeah, it's a science because I calculate stuff. And they're like, well, things are only a science if they follow the scientific method. And you technically can't form a hypothesis and form reproducible and she was like reproducible results and I was just like now sis I don't there is a scientific method here the first thing that we learn as a scientist the first thing that we learn in science is that everything is a theory theoretically this is what result we will get based off of evidence theoretically However, everything can change based off of human error, gravity. We're floating on a rock. Shit could change in a bop. Air pressure, unforeseeable results can change straight. And I definitely think that you can hypothesize with astrology. You could have your results. Um because everything that I've read about my chart, I have found within myself, right? Results are reproducible because again, it's like that calendar. We don't know when the rain and the sun is gonna go away, but we know this is the season for it. it would you say that meteorology isn't a science then? You know, like we are measuring things here. Uh, obviously you can see which side I'm on. Uh, <laughs> it's so like, when it comes to the houses and stuff, uh, what I like about it, one of my favorite astrology podcasts is, um, let me get the name. My favorite astrology podcast was just like, so houses is where the conversation are had is had. Um, the planets is what conversation they are having. And the zodiac sign is how their mood is when they're having the conversation. I really, it's called Moon Matters podcast that's one of my favorite astrology podcasts and she um uses hellenistic astrology so that's a different astrology as well other than modern astrology is hellenistic and i i really like the teachings of hellenistic astrology as well um and she was basically like the houses are where they're having those conversations so let's go back to my ascendant sign jupiter it's in the first house so I'm going to be kind of spacey, kind of like in my own dream world. Um, that's how I appear to people is that I'm just like this open, you know, free flowing person that's kind of more so, you know, just like dreamy and, you know, like um, really intuitive, uh, which I am like really just like intuitive, bright um, and bubbly, 
you know, a people, a humanitarian. That's how I appear to people. That's myself. That's my vessel. And that's in my first house. Uh, more so like, for instance, we talked about my eighth house. I had Libra in there. Your eighth house represents shared and veiled resources. So death, the occult, sex, shared money, investments, inheritance, all that has to do with my Libra sign. So Libra is the conversation, how uh, the planets are presenting themselves in the conversation. So that means Venus is in my sixth house. Venus is the conversation. What are my thoughts around, you know, sex, death? Now, in Vedic astrology, I still, I've tried looking it up. I still don't understand how predictions death. That scared the shit out of me. But (laughs) I say that to say, like, it takes time and practice to understand astrology. I'm even getting overwhelmed talking about it. It's so complex. And I hate that when we talk about astrology, we just pass it off as even a religious thing. I really feel like astrology is a tool. One of my favorite apps is the pattern. And the pattern uses psychological aspects of simple human development to explain astrology. So if you don't want to mix astrology with the, you know, the spiritual grails like me, then try doing something that uh, is more so about your self-development. It is simply a practice. It has nothing to do with religious aspects. It has nothing to do with, um, I mean, unless you make it, unless you make it, But just like washing your dishes, everybody washes their dishes. But is it a demonic practice if a witch washes their dishes? No, and neither is astrology. Like, it's not believing in the stars. I mean, in a way, yes, because destiny, fate, you would have to have belief that those two things exist. Um, Destiny and fate, for sure. Uh, because with your nodes, we have our north node and our south node. Basically, your south node sign is uh, the sign that you had in your past life. Or not the sign you had in your past life, but it kind of shows what themes came up in your past life. And in this life that you are living currently, you are to pursue your north node. That is where you will feel the most uh, fulfilled. That is where you will feel when you take up the practices of whatever sign that presents itself to be that is where you will kind of grow into who you really, your life's purpose. So in a sense, yes and no, you have to believe in certain things, but it's also just fun. Like it's also fun. I definitely think that um, doing my astrological chart helps me to reflect. Um, It pushes me to to have reflection. Um, And it also pushes me to stay present because even if I'm a Libra sun, is it Libra all the time? No. So I have to think about other things and how they affect me, how the shifts affect everyone. Because it astrology, my favorite part of it is that even though it's individualized and unique, it still connects all of us to the energies of the world. Because at the end of the day, I am made out of the same stuff Uranus is made out of. Maybe not the same components, but whatever energy created me is the energy that created the planets. We didn't just pop up and just said, we're human. We're the only people that exist. I don't know if you guys have been seeing NASA's latest uh, pictures from their web telescope. They are phenomenal. They are some phenomenal 
pictures of these planets. Y'all, just because we are finally able to capture Jupiter, Daddy Jupiter, Reign of His Diamonds, on picture, does not mean there's a whole other galaxies out there, millions of them, millions of them. So whatever it is that's making the stars I look up at night, that is affecting me because at the end of the day, I'm made out of the same stuff. How do I wake up in the mornings? What even is sleep? How do we die? How do we be born again? What does that mean? I don't think, literally, I don't care how much science you do, no one has the answer to that. No one has the answer to that. And it's not even like I'm trying to find the answer to it. I'm trying to find my answer to that, how I understand it. And astrology definitely helps me be a better person. I can understand, and I'll go through my chart. My big three is I'm a Libra sun, I am a Scorpio moon, and I am a Pisces rising. And I'll just get into these three. Uh, my Libra sun means that some of my positive traits is that I can be very charismatic. I can have a very acute attention for detail, um, high maintenance, you know, <laughs> and, you know, some things like that. But then also some of the negative traits that I can pinpoint in myself is the lack of validation from others, feeling like I need to be in company in order to validate myself. So it pinpoints to me, highlights to me, okay, this is an area I can grow in. Uh, Libras can uh, tendency have to be like messy because, you know, that balance aspect, uh, we can get like a mater complex where we just think that we can fix everything so that we can retain balance and harmony, right? And so that helps me to go, hey, this is not my problem to fix, not my circus, not my monkeys, you know, when I reflect on how my sign shows up. Uh, my moon sign, oh my God. With the moon cycles, if you follow the moon cycles, um, my moon sign is in Scorpio. So Scorpios, how I deal with my energy is I shut the fuck down and I come inside myself, literally. I don't let anybody in. I don't try to. And that can be a problem, especially when I need help. I have a tendency to isolate myself. So if I know that, that I have that tendency, I can work through that. I'm not going to say, oh, blame it on my Scorpio. No, if you are actually practicing astrology, it is to work through your signs, not say you are the way that you are because of them. And I feel like people who actually practice astrology understand that concept, that you can really use it as a tool to work through your problems instead of validating them. Right. Um, and then how my Pisces rising shows up is that humanitarian aspect of me, that dreamy. Um, some people can call Pisces risings lucky because, you know, like it's so easy for us to just drop into flow. But I can also disassociate and go and escape in my own reality. I can be avoidant. Pisces rules addiction. So I've had to cut my addictions to a lot of different things that can harm me. But if I avoided those things, and I feel like um, astrology helps me not to avoid them because it's a studied science that has a magnitude of resources that you can use so that we can measure where that affects me in my first house, at what degree. I'm constantly looking at how I present myself in the world. And if you don't want to take the time to do your own chart reading, 
Um, you can definitely seek out an astrologer in your area. There are a lot of astrology people on Instagram, but be careful. One, for spams, and two, because not every astrologer has your best intention um, with astrology. Some people just read like two books and they're like, oh, you know, like be afraid of Mercury retrograde because Mercury retrograde is coming in and everything's going to be backwards. And I hate like when people talk about like stuff like that, because it's like, stop using astrology as clickbait. You know, you could really benefit from a Mercury retrograde because it's highlighting the parts of yourself that are still, you still need to address in moving forward. Like for me, I know Mercury retrograde hit when I start feeling like I did in 2017. If I start feeling like I did in 2017, baby, I'm still carrying 2017 with me. I need to work through that. Thank you, Retrograde, for highlighting that to me because it's blocking me from being in flow with my life's purpose, right? So find an astrologer that works for you. Get a good birth reading, a natal chart reading. Um, Some of my favorite astrologers, podcast-wise, I said Moon Matters. Um, Jessica Leando of Ghosts of a Podcast is really amazing. And she also has a website. Um, just look up Ghosts of a Podcast and her website will pop up. But you can do your birth chart on her website. Um, and it's really good at the degrees and stuff like that. And even if you don't understand it, just Google it. Find a good, you know, astrology. Don't click cosmopolitan, stuff like that. I mean, there's good astrologers that work for it, but I like to look at actual blogs and stuff and people that practice it for a while um, and not just doing it for clickbait. Not saying like they're sellouts, but you know, for me, my preferences, that is a way that you can kind of get into astrology. Um, one of my favorite astrologers is Soul and Vibration on YouTube. Her stuff is amazing and she has videos on numerology, destiny, uh, astrology. She does tarot reading. I love Kathy Soul and Vibration. Such a good podcast or YouTube, and she has a podcast. Um, if you look up the Alina Alive, she is really good at measuring out the moon cycles and how astrology, uh, the degrees, things like that, the transits. We don't really talk about transits in in public, you know, but in private, talk go. There's a whole thing. Astrology is a lot. I don't have the time to go through it. But is it even a science? Yes. Just from even listening to me, I hope you realize it can get very complex very easily. At the same time, it's such a powerful tool to bring awareness to traits that you may not even understand about yourself. And having the language to one, articulate them and two, work through them. And it does not take having a spiritual practice of any kind to do astrology. It is a science. Whether you want to say there's no reproducible results or not, there's no scientific method. If I formed a hypothesis that someone's a Libra and it was dead straight because of the traits that they carried in their first house, I would say that's the scientific method, don't you? You know, it's a theory. It's a theory. I theorized this. And the results came in. So I'm going to say, yes, astrology is most definitely a science. If you guys want to know more about astrology, definitely let me know how you liked this podcast. This is mostly just a rant today. Uh, But I'm okay with that because I'm happy with it. So let me know if you want to know more about how to implement astrology in your life. I really hope this helped clear up some of the gunk 
around astrology because there are some posers out there who will give you all the fear of light over your astrology. Do your own research. Do your own research. And I feel like that's self-explanatory with everything. Do your own research. And let me know how it goes. I'm actually really curious. Awesome. Well, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. I will see you all next week. And I have a treat. I have some special guests that I'm really excited to introduce to my podcast. And we're going to have a really exciting conversation. But yeah, let me know your big three. If uh, in, <laughs> Let me know your big three if you listen to the full podcast. You guys have a great one.